0: Well, college football recruiting rarely stops. Blake Alderman, 24-7 Sports, who covers Gator Football Recruiting, joins us now. Blake, i got to ask you about Manning's decision here. I'm sure you've heard about this. I- I'm not surprised by this going to Texas. Are you?
1: No, I wasn't. You know, I think that down the stretch, um, you know, it was looking more like a Texas-Georgia battle. Alabama got their guy in Eli Holstein. Um, you know, he did take the official visit to Alabama, but Um, Texas just always seemed like a place where he felt, you know, he really liked the city of Austin. You know, I think that he really liked the coaching staff there. I think maybe the one question he had as far as Texas went was just where the program's going, you know, compared to Georgia, who's coming off the national championship and, you know, having a lot of guys that were drafted this past year. But I think the official visits to both of those schools really made it clear. Texas was the school that everyone was kind of, you know, keeping a closest eye on of all those, but, you know, I, I wasn't surprised by it. Um, you know good get it for Texas you know their quarterback room's looking really good
0: i'm just going to say that they they got i mean people don't remember hudson card who was a really high recruit uh the ohio state kid murphy i mean that that's a pretty good quarterback room
1: yeah definitely and then you add in the number one player in the 2023 class in there so um you know i always think you know that it's kind of crazy that the the way college football works now is you know, the first question I was thinking, I was like, "Man, which one of those guys is going to go in the transfer portal
0: first? Yeah, I mean, but that's if you look at that, they're not going to, they're not going to all stay there. They're not. I mean, that's just how right. this is. Um, all right, let's let's talk about the Gators here. A couple of commits here for Florida um, over the last few days since I had you on last. Blake, talk about those recruits and what they do for Florida.
1: Yeah, you know, Tommy Kinsler is a three-star offensive tackle out of the Ocala area. Um, he plays for Coach Brantley there at Trinity Catholic High School, which is you know known as you know they they've got some guys every couple of years you know they're they're a pretty consistent school as far as you know those those local school areas right there um, you know they a couple of years back had quite a few D1 D one uh, D offensive linemen on their roster you know they had um, some guys that went to Auburn you know one that went to Florida and Jake Slaughter. Um, but I had always talking with coaches around the area and people around the area that even whenever Tommy Kinsler was an underclassman you know, that everyone thought that he was kind of the guy that had the most upside of all of those guys, even when he was an underclassman. And those guys were heading into their senior years. You know, I've talked to some other guys that, you know, cover different schools, you know, that were, uh, you know, recruiting Kinsler as well. And he's a guy that, yeah, he's a middle three-star as far as the rankings go. But, you know, he's a guy that if you look at college coaches, recruiting boards as far as the offensive line. You know, Kinsler was higher on some of these schools' boards than some of these household four-star, high four-star type of names that, you know, a lot of these schools are recruiting. So, you know, I think that that speaks a testament to, to Kinsler's upside. You know, I think that that's a guy that Florida staff has been able to work out. They think he can play guard, he can play tackle. And those are the kind of guys that, you know, whenever you have that flexibility of being able to move around the front line, now those are the guys that get thrown to the fire earlier. You know, it's it's obviously very hard to be a – True freshman or, you know, an underclassman type of guy that gets thrown in those SEC games as an offensive lineman. But I think that he's a guy that, you know, is he has a really high upside. And I think that his, his better years as far as playing years are ahead of him. You get him some coaching there from guys, you know, on Florida staff that have those NFL experiences. And, uh, you know, I think that he's one that Florida fans are going to be really happy that they brought into the fold, um, a couple years down the road. So moving on from him, Florida yep. also was able to flip. Isaiah Nixon, who is a defensive end, jack, linebacker type. You think of him as more of a Brenton Cox edge rusher type of guy. That's what Florida calls that. I call him a buck, um, but Florida calls it the jack position. Um, he, they flipped him from UCF, you know, heading into his official visit the last weekend. He was committed there. He committed to, to UCF back in April which was kind of a surprise to me at the time because he had some of these SEC offers, you know, the Florida's, the Georgia's, you know, the Auburn's, you know, schools that were still recruiting him pretty hard before that commitment to UCF In Florida, they kept kicking the tires on him. They had him in that official visit last weekend, like I said. And I think just the comparing Florida to UCF, you know, Florida has so many different things, so many resources for players, both on and off the field. And I think that, you know, talking with guys like Mike Peterson and Sean Spencer on Florida's coaching staff, I think he really liked their plan for him, Um, a chance to play in the SEC, test himself against the best of the best. And, you know, he went home and after that official visit and and backed off that UCF commitment. And a couple days later, here we are, he's committed to Florida. So I think he's another guy that I think, uh, you know, give him some time in a college program, you know, bulk him up a little bit because some of those edge rusher guys need to add some of that weight. Um, you know, I think that, you know, he's 75 tackle guy last season. I think he had like 10 sacks um, playing for Lakewood High School, which is where Dante Fowler went to school. Um, another guy, that, another former Gator that went there. So, um, you know, I really like his nose for the football. And I think that you know, if you get him in that college strength and conditioning program, I think he's the guy that's going to be really good on the edge for Florida.
0: What's next, Blake? Who are some uh, names we need to see here in the next few days?
1: Uh, you know, the big name that everyone's been asking me about, You know, the four-star quarterback, Jaden Rashada, is set to make his decision on Sunday. He's wrapping up an official visit to Miami. He's already left. Um, he was there from Tuesday to today, um, wrapping up that official visit there, and he's going to make his decision on Sunday. Um, I don't quite know a time for that decision yet, but the finalists are Florida, Miami, LSU, Texas A&M. Um, you know, those are the, the main schools. Uh, Ole Miss is another one in there for him too, so those are the five schools he'll decide from. I had been thinking that it's going to be a Florida A&M battle. I think that those were the two schools that I had at least been hearing the most of. I think Miami had a really good visit with him. I think that they're a player there. Um, so I think at this point, he and his family are going to go back home and kind of talk things over, see how, you know, just kind of let all the visit high wear off and all those kinds of things, and he'll make his decision on Sunday. So that's Florida fans are really hoping can swing their way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on that one. You know, I, I had been feeling really good for Florida there. I think that the Miami visit, I'm, I'm waiting to see, you know, what word I get on how the visit went, if that's changed anything. So um, that's a big decision for Florida. Another guy coming up with a decision is on June 30th. It's four-star running back Trayon Webb. Another guy that I've had felt pretty confident on Florida. My pick, my twenty-four-seven sports crystal ball is on Florida. It's been on there for two, three months now. Um, Penn State is looking like the biggest competition there. He's recently taken an official visit there. Uh, Juwan Sider who's a really good recruiter, who was a really good coach at Florida, is mm-hmm. his main recruiter at Penn State, and he's done a good job with him. and you know, the Nittany Lions have some confidence coming out of there, but I think that Florida, you know, just the, the, he's a legacy, you know, D Webb was his his, his cousin, his former player at Florida. Um, He's been to Florida a bunch of times already. He's got an official visit this weekend coming up to South Carolina. So I think that after you take the official visits and let everything kind of wear off, you know, you'll see if the, if any schools did enough to kind of throw Florida off that top spot, you know, this is a guy that's, You know, even before his junior year was done in high school, he had already made two decisions. He's committed to Oklahoma and decommitted since. He's committed to Georgia and decommitted since. So this guy has definitely shown he can change his mind. So that's one (laughs) where, you know, I'm keeping a little bit of a closer eye on, but I have liked Florida there for the longest time.
0: Blake Oliver with us, 24 7 sports, talking college football recruiting. Blake, I think the question that I hear, you know, from Gator fans is, you know, look, it's going to take some time, right? But. The Ohio Ohio State just got another, you know, big-time wide receiver commit. Georgia is doing well. You know, Notre Dame has the number one class, I think, in your 2023 rankings at this point. So what I hear is, well, when is Napier going to start getting those five-star guys? When is you know Florida going to start reeling those guys in? It, is that still an open question?
1: I think it is, you know, and I understand that fans want those guys to jump on board. Um, I think a lot of the five-star guys – Um, that Florida's recruiting are looking to make a decision a little bit later in the process. Um, You know, they've had a guy like A.J. Harris who was, you know, a five-star quarterback that was high on Florida back in the spring and just recently committed to Georgia. But it it had been – it wasn't much of a surprise. You know, things have started to kind of trend that way to Georgia. But, you know, I think with Florida, when dealing with a lot of these kids in the state of Florida, where Florida's trying to really lock down that state, I mean, these are guys that, you know, they want to take all their official visits. Some of them want to make decisions later in the fall. Some of these guys have already set decision dates. So I think that, you know, the five-star guys, if Florida continues, to me, recruiting is a lot like dominoes. You know, you have a domino effect. If Florida is able to land a Jade Rashada, you know, a polarizing top 50 quarterback, you know, that's going to get a lot of eyes on them. So I think if, For Florida, if getting some of those big guys, some of those dominoes to fall, I think that that's where a lot of guys are going to start taking notice of Florida, start looking at Florida. Maybe if they're not already looking into Florida as it is, they'll take a visit down the road and look more into them just because of having a bell cow like that in their class. So, you know, I think in general – this staff had to flip a lot of the script of what recruits thought of Florida and from the other staff that was there before, and I think that's just a testament of those guys really weren't active in recruiting you know they weren't really getting those polarizing types of names so this staff had their work cut out for them. You know, they needed to mend fences between, you know, some of these guys that weren't high on Florida before college coaches, excuse me, high school coaches in the area that weren't really feeling the love from Florida before. Um, so I, I think that it's something that you're gonna have to build with time. And uh, you know, if they continue to be aggressive with recruiting and you know have a, a decent enough season this year to show that you know the, the recruiting, is, you know, they just need some of these guys in their recruiting to build that roster up. So I think for Florida, you know, it's unfair because everyone wants to be like, well, Notre Dame just had a coaching change, and this, that, and the other, and all these schools did that. But I think for Florida, it's a total rebuild. You know, you've got guys that didn't have a lot of ties to the state of Florida. So I think that it is a a building process, and and it's something that's going to have to come with time.
0: Blake, I have one minute left, and I wanted to ask about Cristobal, because he's always been known as a really, really good recruiter in Florida you know, wants to go down uh, to the southern part of the state and recruit. How big a factor could he be if he gets it going at Miami?
1: I think he could be a huge factor. I think that he's a guy that, you know, has shown that, You know, maybe he's not quite as good of a coach as he is a recruiter, and that's not to say he's a terrible coach. But I think if you think of Mario Cristobal, you think of a guy that's a relentless recruiter. So I think that if he can get things going as far as recruiting down there in South Florida where all the schools in the country want to come down and pluck those guys, if he can get some of those guys in there to stay home and and build that roster up, I think Miami could have a chance to, to make a run.
0: Okay. Blake, where can people see your work?
1: Yeah, thanks. Swap 24-7. It's uh, the Florida Gators 24-7 site. Uh, we're wrapping up a pretty busy June coming up. Uh, I was out at the 7-on-7 uh, seven seven event they had yesterday on campus. They had 28 high school teams out there, so I've got some some content coming from that. Last official visit weekend coming up this weekend. Uh, they had some midweek guys on campus earlier this week that I just wrapped up writing some stories on those, so uh, things probably as far as busy guys coming to campus will slow down there in July when that dead period comes in, but we're right back at it in the end of July, and you know there's going to be guys are going to be setting dates. So, you know, like you said, heading into the show, recruiting never sleeps. So, you know, it's, it's always a busy time over here. It
0: sure is. Always appreciate you, Blake. Thank you.
1: Ah, uh, thanks for having me on.
0: Yep, Blake Alderman, twenty four seven sports talking college football recruiting does a really good job of it.